0: Alright, so welcome to the Arista Gamer E3 Need Jerk Podcast. This is uh, Colby and uh, Casey. Hi, how's it going? And uh, we did all the coverage for E3 for the past uh, two days. Uh, there is one sort of press conference left to go. It's the Nintendo Software Press Conference that takes place tomorrow night. They also are releasing a video tonight. I think it's actually already been released of um, more software specs. But uh, we, we haven't had a chance to look at that. So what we're going to be talking about is the Nintendo presser, the E uh, EA, Ubisoft, Sony, and Microsoft pressers. And, and talk about the differences between the two. What we're most excited about, different announcements, stuff like that. So uh, let's start with the first. Uh, Casey, what did you think about the Microsoft
1: one? Um, I was impressed uh, uh, by the amount of connectivity that they decided to like incorporate with... Each of their devices. I mean, they've got Microsoft Smart Glass. that's supposed to be coming out that lets you uh, use your iPad as a kind of information bucket for when you're watching a movie or playing a game. Um, I think the most interesting aspect was when they w- had a, after they had an awesome Halo 4 demo, they kind of linked back to it by saying if you have Smart Glass open on your iPad and you're playing Halo 4 and you have passed a checkpoint and you have Halo waypoints then uh, somebody you can check uh, with smart glass and be like, oh, look, here's this backstory behind something that happens. And if your friend pops up, you can join in as well. So I find that to be really cool.
0: Yeah, most of the uh, things that they announced, I actually agreed with mostly. I'm generally not a big Microsoft fan, mainly because I've still got a uh, what is it a sore spot because of having to pay for Xbox Live. But okay, yeah. I mean, um, most of their press conference is really good. Uh, they had they displayed a lot of really good games uh, black ops 2 looks pretty cool with their um, yeah. asynchronous multiplayer that seems to be sort of a thing the uh, the asymmetry multiplayer thing seems to be a really big thing uh, Nintendo talked yeah. about it a lot too yeah
1: uh, I was also impressed with um, I, I was actually impressed with connect how they uh, incorporate when they announced um splinter cell blacklist uh, a new Tom Clancy game the way they used kind of gimmicky of like saying like shouting hey you to distract a guard that's the kind of like slight interaction with connect that i want in my hardcore in the games like splinter cell or halo if if you have to use Kinect for those games i want there to be like the right form of it like if you're gonna you know be holding a controller then you can like make a motion of like throwing a grenade to actually throw a grenade not nothing like you know uh actually trying to fake holding a gun and firing it with your fingers that just sounds weird but the slight amount of, of things that they used was sounds great to me right and I'm really glad that um,
0: that they decided to keep the interactions minimal while still emphasizing a lot of the things that connect is going to be able to do like uh, doing connect web hub um, the, its interactions with smart glass the things that you get to do some of the games uh, I actually this is the first time uh, and this is this is world record history. Um, this is the first time I actually saw a Kinect game that was demoed by somebody, and I didn't get really angry. Uh, I, I, don't, I don't know if it was just wow. the presenter being really funny with Wrecketeer. Uh, uh, Receteer actually wow. looked pretty good um it's obviously a casual game you know it's uh i i hesitate to say it's like angry birds because angry birds is like a lot of other things but it's like that it's a physics simulator you bring down walls whenever you fire some balls you get to uh control how the balls move with your hands and uh basically whenever they would talk to her she would talk back and i knew i knew that it wasn't doing anything but it kind of made me happy also another connect feature i also enjoyed was how FIFA can now detect if you're cursing at it—that's really <laughs> funny.
1: That was hilarious. Yeah,
0: and like I brought up in my news summary, I think now the new thing to do in FIFA is going to be to come up with really creative curses such that you're yelling at the screen, but they don't actually know that they're, that you're cursing at them.
1: <laughs> yes, find as as many imaginable curse words as you can to see see person. Oh, uh, what if they update the dict with there's like an updated dictionary where they find new cuss words? Oh, that would be bad. <laughs> that would be really bad. But uh, um, maybe
0: maybe that would be good. I mean, then maybe we could get YOLO in that dictionary for cursing.
1: That would be great. Um, I think we can both agree that the worst part of that of of that conference was Usher trying to dance on stage.
0: I don't know. Usher dancing on stage may have been really awkward and his singing was really weird. He still didn't make me quite as angry as Flo Rida did with his dumb (laughs) microphone. What was that? What was he holding?
1: Wait, wait, wait. Let's get to to the Ubisoft conference after we take care of EA.
0: Okay. All right. All right. Sorry. Okay. So uh, that was the Microsoft press conference. They had a lot of really good games. Halo 4 looks absolutely gorgeous.
1: I'm excited once again to be a Halo fan. This makes me happy.
0: Yeah, it seems like after Halo Three, a lot of stuff sort of died off. They had ODST and Reach, and both of those sort of seemed like meh titles to me.
1: Yeah, it's kind of interesting because Reach was probably the pinnacle of Bungie's, you know, Halo game. I think it's because it was a it was a prequel, and nobody cared because they didn't they wanted to pay attention to Master Chief as a character. They didn't take a look at like, oh, this is actually some really cool stuff they have got here. Like a lot of a lot of advancement. It's just that they didn't add anything very new. And Halo Four looks to shake things up a bit with all the stuff that they've had. Right, and I mean, just for clarification, is Halo Four a prequel? Is is it a prequel trilogy? No. Um, I think it, they they announced last year supposed to be the first of three, which sounds a little excessive, but they're probably making enough money to, to make that a, a reality. It what what happened at the end of three is Chief's off in space somewhere, and um. I think in the in the books, in, the more or less cover this uh, shield world where you can hide essentially from the firing of the halos. It's kind of like the it's kind of like um like a a giant arc for just saving the crap out of everybody who doesn't you know want to die, uh when they fired off the halos, which normally kill everything in freaking light years of galaxies. Um, and so now that I think Master Chief has found it, and somehow this giant new ship has landed as well and has, you know, they, he's got to go find it and fight through forerunners.
0: runners. Right. Let me see. There was also, uh, announcements of, um, Gears of War judgment. There wasn't too much on that. Just, uh, you know, it looks like a Gears game. Right. Um, It looks like HBO Go, Nickelodeon, Paramount Pictures, and Machinima are all coming to Xbox, which is... uh, The Machinima sort of surprised me. Uh, I'm really glad to see that uh, gamer-created and related content is coming to a game console where it... I mean, really? Come on.
1: Yeah. Paramount is interesting to me because Paramount also brings something very specific to Star Trek and all the other TV series they have with it. Because if it's Paramount Pictures as a company being paired with you know a service on xbox live then you can surf old uh, episodes of tv shows which would get older people who normally may not play games or who who may play games but not use other xbox live services because they don't care that might get them interested right like old tv series that they're like oh i haven't seen this since i was 12 let's let's go back and watch this
0: and they expanded their sports offerings. They now have NBA, NHL, and 24-7 content from ESPN. They have Xbox Live. Uh, they have Xbox Music. Um, Nike has its Nike Plus system integrated with it, so you can do um, a more accurate, better workout from people at Nike, which, I mean, they say they're the best, but, you know, I mean, really, that they're saying that, so whatever. Um, yeah. And they interact with the Nike Plus system, which has its own proprietary Oh, what's that called? A, I, I forgot what it's called, but it's a numbering system to determine how much yeah. you worked out.
1: The, the, the Nike Nike Plus actually apparently is a popular thing. I don't exercise much, so I don't know. But apparently, like when you use uh, Nike Plus, it tracks. It actually tracks, tracks active stats of like how much you run, how many calories you burn, how many how far you, how many steps you've taken, stuff like that. It's very social, and it's very interactive with your with the community. So if they combine that with the Connect and the 360 to reach a new audience, and that's definitely something bigger for Microsoft. Although, I, I keep looking at all these new services, and it reminds me of last year, how they've announced, like, 20 new services, and how I never really paid attention to when they actually get implemented.
0: Yeah, same here. Uh, basically, whenever services like Hulu Plus and a couple of other things got announced on different consoles, I was like, meh, that's great, but, I mean, I don't really use that ser- that service. Maybe I've already got a solution for it. You know, I, I think that... Um, the, I think the building in a lot of these things isn't going to help in this console generation, but it will in the next one because right. currently, you know, people will have Slingbox or Boxy or Roku or, you know, Google TV. There's a lot of different uh, set top box services, including cable providers and Blu rays that offer a lot of these uh, things. So this is just, you know, these are just devices that have most of these things. And so whenever the next generation rolls around and you're like, well, I've got to buy the kid a new Xbox, um oh, but it looks like it has all of these streaming services, oh, and I can save my data to this, and oh, I can access my music from that, then they'll be like, Okay, well, maybe I don't need to buy a new beard to beard to beard to do too,
1: right, yeah, I think that especially for the next next generation of consoles, that connectivity between the console and the phone or the iPad will definitely become a key difference between. Buying or not buying, or depending on which one you want to buy, because if you can buy a 360 that offers like streaming content to the 360 and news updates to your phone, and you know, your phone is a remote, a remote for your 360 that lets you, you know, start TiVoing the next live game, or the ne- or your kid wants to TiVo the next, you know, your kid wants to see Nickelodeon before he comes home, and you can do all that stuff from your phone before you even get home. That's going to be a deciding factor for like families who need to who need to invest, you know, three three hundred dollars or more on a giant system that's going to sit in their in their living room. Exactly. So that was basically
0: Microsoft. Uh, let's move on to the next one chronologically, which was, I believe, EA. Is that right?
1: Right. Yeah. Um, sports games, sports games, sports games, and Battlefield Three. And, and no, 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 no.
0: You you are you're glossing over uh, at least one uh that i am
1: really excited about and that's dead space three uh, okay you, you got me there dead space three uh honestly i never played dead space one or two so i can't say i'm actually interested in this i mean i want to play i'll play dead space eventually but I, since i didn't play the first or second one i'm i was never actually invested in seeing the story so dead space three is like cool game well people a lot of people interested
0: I mean, a lot of people like to make it out to be more than it is because a lot of people say, oh, this is such a scary game for consoles, it's crazy, and it's not that scary. Um, the action's really good. It's it's a lot of jumping out and surprising you, and it's kind of suspenseful. Um, but yeah. they did, in my opinion, they sort of screwed up the main character because in the first one he was um, a silent protagonist, and he was just an engineer that was walking around. Uh, you know, he lost his crew, and he's just walking around trying to survive and live. What's going um, on, guys? And then in the next game, he winds up in an insane asylum and then he escapes and he talks and he's like a smack talking Nathan Drake, but more obnoxious because he's like full of himself. He's kind of like a, uh, uh, I hate to stereotype here, but like a, like a frat boy douche, you know, like one of those guys.
1: That's like, that's like who he is. Um, See, I do remember hearing about the first one, maybe not necessarily being a scary, but definitely being tense, like with the music and the way and the atmosphere and the aesthetics they put you in. um, They definitely, the first one definitely had that sense of like tense, you know, very, uh, not scary, but definitely um, intense moments. And it kind of like tapered away after a while. And yeah, I mean, after,
0: so Dead Space was released and it was like, oh, this is, this is super scary because I mean, who's going to carry the torch, the torch after Resident Evil? Because I mean, they had been losing it for years and, yeah. Whenever 4 came out, that was like, okay, so you don't really care about being scary. It's more about action now. Okay, that's fine. So that's sort of the niche. The Dead Space is filled. Um, they have some new stuff on it. They're, it's more on a planet, if I'm not mistaken, than in space, which is kind of new. Uh, which is, uh, I'm down with that. Um, so, yeah, Dead Space 3, I'm okay with. Way okay with uh but the rest of it madden 13 basically they said oh well this has got a new system it's got some new uh you know some new physics and stuff and you can tackle some people oh and you can make your own league and i'm like okay well that sounds a lot like other
1: football games cool and and twitter feed for your virtual league in a virtual game
0: oh yeah fake twitter feed i almost forgot about that yeah there's a fake twitter for your players so and it, I, if I'm not mistaken, it doesn't matter what your player is. I think you can control a football player or a coach or an assistant coach or, like, a commentator so. or whatever. You yeah. can be John Madden. And so I guess John Madden's going to have his own Twitter feed being like, oh, you're really good at commentating. It's just, no. <laughs>
1: no. Then uh, Dana White came out and basically uh, smacked EA1 by saying, finally, they get an M- uh, a UFC partnership after the MMA debacle, the EA MMA game that didn't really work very well.
0: Yeah, and I'm wondering how much money it took to get that deal, because uh, the UFC Unleashed game actually was pretty good. I liked playing it. It was pretty enjoyable. So um, I I was pretty interested in seeing it come out for EA, seeing Dana White come on the stage and be like, it's going to be the best. I'm so glad that we're going to be able to do this, and we're going to be able to put things out on EA, and it's, it's so big. And I'm like, okay, thanks, Dana. That's, you can stop talking now. So, okay, so there yeah. was uh, th- there was most of the sports games. They talked a little bit about Star Wars: The Old Republic. They're adding a new planet, new operation, um, a new playable race, companion, and war zone. A couple of other new features. Basically, they're expanding the MMO and trying to bring in more people by giving it more free content. But you still have to pay a monthly service. So you know, whatever. Um, yeah. Battlefield 3 Premium is a flat-rate thing that you buy. You get a whole bunch of DLC with it, uh, new maps, weapons, characters, ways to play. Uh, there's close quarters, so you have smaller matches uh, with a lot of people. Armored Kill is strictly vehicles. Endgame is for high-speed games. And uh, Aftermath, I, I, couldn't, I couldn't hear it, so I, didn't, I don't know what it is, but it sounds really ominous.
1: That like, sounds like the rest. Inter- that sounds uh, interesting enough to actually get me interested in Battlefield Three. I've tried Battlefield Two or Bad Company Two, and I can, couldn't. I don't know. I just I maybe compared to uh, Halo or Call of Duty it was just different. I never got that good at it. But with this being kind of uh, similar to Call of Duty Elite, I never really wanted to invest much in those. But this might convince me actually to buy Battlefield Three because it's at a lower price. So I don't know. I like Battlefield 3 a
0: lot, um, mainly because I like um, I, I like Call of Duty and I like the, the sort of shooter paradigm, but I really like it whenever I can hop into a jet plane and not know how to control it and just crash it into somebody. In fact, I spent, oh geez, it was like half an hour watching this five minute YouTube video over and over again last month where it was just a guy uh, planning a, a bomb on a boat and going up like going up out of the water exploding it and flying across a building that's all it was <laughs> for like you know five minutes and him just trying to kill people while he was in the air and i watched it over and over again just because oh, that's how much i like battlefield whatever <laughs> and now we're getting on the topic uh okay, okay, okay. need for speed most wanted's coming out looks kind of cool yeah,
1: neat nice. cars have, you can i will buy most wanted that's
0: you can great. uh race trucks yeah. race trucks that's all i really care about um uh, no, but for funny. people that don't care about trucks uh you try to become the most wanted person in america presumably and uh you for your this your
1: friends online
0: I- i'm honestly surprised that they didn't have like uh, uh acon come out and do his uh, most wanted song because that seemed oh, like God. to be a thing you know oh, uh let's see also, you can play with your games as a there with your friends. sorry, you can play in the game against your friends and see who's ranked on the top of the leaderboard for different stats and everything. so it's pretty cool, yeah, oh, and crisis three is the thing looks good um there's a bow and arrow. Here's the thing I found out though uh they didn't tell you this because you had to like look it up on the YouTube or whatever but uh the bow and arrow that they're using in the crisis uh in the crisis game demo and gameplay and everything. That doesn't actually come with the game. That comes with the game on day one if you pre order it. It's a uh, pre order bonus.
1: That's um interesting plug, actually. A fun advertisement kind of thing for the fact that people are interested and want to play with a bow. Uh, you gotta buy the. You yeah, gotta pre order it.
0: I mean, just come on, just give me the bow. I just want the bow. Why can't <laughs> I just have the bow?
1: Why oh, can't just add the arrow? I can't just shoot people in the
0: face with flaming arrows. That's all I want. Uh, but I mean, to fulfill that need, the Tomb Raider game actually back from back in Microsoft was that shown was off. Awesome. Yeah, it, it looks really good. Um, I'm really glad that they sort of are blending it with Nathan Drake, uh, Uncharted, but they're making it more gritty because Laura Croft gets really hurt like a lot in like this one specific sequence. She went from being, like, injured in the woods to, like, firing bows and arrows at people, going down some, like, rapids, hitting some branches, falling into a plane, getting a parachute, having the first chute not deploy. She gets a second chute out, then she crashes into a ton of branches, and she gets stabbed by a branch, and then she finds a temple. And you're like, come on, Laura! Take a nap! Get a Band-Aid! I'm worried about Laura. Pretty bad. So, uh, and, and that's the same thing that Uncharted did um really in the second one they tried to increase that um but the, uh, i think the biggest thing um the, the biggest thing here is that they are trying to make this appeal to a more modern gamer because if you go back and you play the old two minute games it's a different paradigm you know we've evolved as gamers since then and so you're like oh so I've got to turn left and then jump forward. Uh, this I'm kind of glitching through this thing. Oh, am I? Do I? Can I? Go, can I grab that ledge? No, I can't grab that ledge. Okay, may, maybe I can go to the left. Okay, maybe I need to shimmy here. It's it was bad. So, yeah. uh, you know, this new one, I'm really glad that they've integrated a lot of things from Uncharted though. Uh, at the same time, if I wanted to play Uncharted, I would play Uncharted. But Uncharted's been kind of going downhill. Whatever, that, that's a completely different argument. Uh, so, I, I, there you go.
1: I think that um, in, as, as more games start doing the action-adventure movie, like, 20-hour movie de- movie game kind of thing, uh, what'll separate, like, the good ones from the great ones, the Uncharted from the, you know, old Lord Croft will be the, the story. Like, how the story unfolds with Lord Croft will be like, I don't care, I just sat through, you know, 20 hours of really awesome, uh, you know, fun uh adventuring and you know action oriented gameplay and that'll be what will make you satisfied to have paid sixty dollars for the game
0: also um a, a bit of news so i'm I'm also going through e3 news on other places and other sources that weren't press conferences and it turns out that um there's a game coming out called game and Wario that is like game and watch but game and Wario and that's be that's gonna be coming out for the Wii U and it has something like um uh, like Pokemon Snap in it. In which there's like a game where you can you know hold the pad up and go ahead and take pictures of stuff. I don't know. Uh, cool. Sounds sounds like they're just trying to. It sounds like this article is just trying to make me want to buy it, but it's not working. Uh, and Jet Set Radio is going to be coming to the PlayStation Vita. I'm really excited about that because I love Jet Set Radio what? and I love doing graffiti, but I don't know how yes. to. So I have Jet Set. Uh, American Machine. McGee is now coming out with a free to play game. Uh, so that's neat. And there's such a thing as Star Wars 1313, where you are a bounty hunter, and you're hanging around hunting bounties.
1: I saw the gameplay, or the, the demo video for that, that looked really nice.
0: Agreed. So, why don't we go ahead and move on from EA to Ubisoft?
1: Um, let's start with the bad, and just kind of get the rage out of the way.
0: Yes, let's, let's do that. What the
1: heck? What the I age? mean, I mean, come on, Flo Rida. Come on! Who come do you on, think you are? Come on, Aisha, Tyler, and Toby Turner. I mean, all of that was just like a, a a cluster f of ridiculousness.
0: Am I the only one that doesn't know who Tobuscus slash Toby Turner is? Really? No,
1: I know. I know who it is. I like the dude. I think he's kind of funny. I think he. I like... don't know
0: who he is. They were just like, "Oh, we're gonna introduce Tobuscus," and everybody was
1: like, "Oh, Tobuscus is here," and I was like, "Who's Tobuscus?" He's a YouTube person.
0: Oh, well, actually, that makes more he, sense.
1: He he's actually a really funny YouTube person. He's like liter- he does a lot of like literal ta- trailers and and it, I it, putting him on as a like a co-host with Aisha Taylor is kind of odd, but at the same time it was funny and I enjoyed it. But it was also really odd to put them both in the same place. And then that then that esports thing, like the the announcement of the game was cool, but then like the esports competition with the the, like a live co-host of like comment commentary and then also uh toby turner and aisha like like kind of fighting over who gets to host that made no sense to me
0: yeah i I liked the interaction between the two i could tell that they had gone through a few run-throughs and toby wanted to really do some uh some improv stuff and aisha was more than up for it but at the same time you know they had a script whatever um Also, if you wanted to see Florida's really ridiculous microphone, I just posted a link inside of our chat. It is wonderful. Um, I
1: don't want to see that microphone
0: anymore. In, in addition to the eSports thing, I thought that it was really interesting. The game concept was pretty neat. It's 3v3. Um, you have one team of three versus one person on the other team. The one person has a railgun, which fires fast and can instantly take out any target. Whereas the other team has rocket launchers, which move slower, and it takes two hits to kill the uh, player. So it's 3B1, and it switches uh, between who's the 3 and who's the 1. And uh, it was boys versus girls, and boys won. It was 3 three to 1. And it, it was really exciting, actually. I liked watching it. Uh, I'm not yeah. sure how many people were going to play it. I did design it for the beta, so we'll see if I get into that.
1: Yeah, that was, that was just one of the modes, right? That was It was, like, was going to be like a full game. As like a yeah. deathmatch and whatnot.
0: Yeah, it sounds like um, Shoot Mania is going to be the brand, and then they're going to have specific games within that.
1: Yeah. That makes sense.
0: So, I mean, I, I don't know. I'm actually looking forward to it because I'm not really in the esports scene yet, but I, I like it. Uh, the the, sure. uh, the only thing they really screwed up with that was that they let the commentators comment on it live on stage while the people were playing, thus giving away everybody's tactics. Yeah. I was like, "Come on, bros, come yeah. on."
1: Um, they announced uh their new. I think it was Ubisoft that announced Watch Dogs, right? Or was it at Sony, Sony conference? I don't remember. No,
0: that was that was Ubisoft for sure.
1: Okay, so Ubisoft announced that, which made me happy. They did uh obviously Assassin's Creed playthrough. Um, that looked really good. I was I was happy when I saw the Assassin's Creed trailer.
0: Yeah, the Assassin's Creed Three trailer looks great. I mean, I can't wait to play that game. I've I you know I've been not able to wait to play that game but the uh the interface device looks great uh there's not a, there's not a lot of text on the screen so it's not blocking your view it's not really obstructive it's great
1: Yeah um okay before we get to Watch Dogs we can spend an hour about that we won't but we could um... <laughs> uh, Also I actually else? want to go back real quick to EA
0: uh I okay. almost forgot we skipped over SimCity. there's going to be a new SimCity. City has oh, yeah. a whole bunch of um of new Animations, there's going to be multiplayer, different ways to play, uh, a whole bunch of new visualization stuff.
1: The social version of it coming out. And they have, yeah, they
0: have SimCity Social coming to Facebook, and it's going to be, there's going to be morality systems, unlocked social integration, a whole bunch of, hey, come visit my towns, and I'm going to get a Facebook request, and I just, I, I really am not looking forward to having SimCity Social requests on my Facebook and being like, hey, your friend needs some building materials to make a school, why don't you help him out, buddy? And I'm like, no, <laughs> I don't want to help you, you're not my friend. None of my friends would play that game.
1: Yeah, we all will because we want to play SimCity.
0: Yeah, well,
1: that's you. That's Damn, your thing. That's me. <laughs> I don't know. Um, I completely forgot about that because uh, I, will, I think I'll uh, really enjoy SimCity because I played it when I was younger, and it was kind of fun to you know make a city and then destroy it with giant dinosaurs and UFOs. In fact, um, I think
0: I forgot about a lot of EA's because I was watching the press conferences in, uh, in an environment in which it was not conducive to see a uh, random native girl's breasts on my screen, oh, yeah. but Far Cry 3 thought it was a good idea. <laughs> so that was great. Uh, yeah. When they had had to minimize that and comment on the video I wasn't watching, then it ended up coming back up. So Far Cry 3's tag is like insanity, and yeah. I would certainly say it's insane because you start off using a knife, bow, and arrow, machine gun, and then a tiger. And so I'd like to know what that weapon pro- progression's like and why there was a tiger there. And I'm really sad the tiger died. That was the most dramatic part of the entire thing was that the tiger was like, oh, I'm going to take out your enemies. And I was like, oh, thanks, tiger. And the
1: tiger was just laying there. I was like, no, go back to it. Help it. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, Far Cry 3 looks like an interesting game. Uh, I think... Uh, since it's going to be another first-person shooter um, amongst ten now, uh, I want I hope the story puts it puts it above others. Like it's, the the fact that it has a single-player story that actually is you know important from one to two to three. I really want I really want Far Cry Three to be really successful in that. And the fact that people are like, oh, this is a really cool story. This is this is like Bioshock. It has a good story, but it's just in the but the first-person perspective kind of becomes ignored because you're trying to you know you're engrossed in the story and the world that the that is is created. Yeah. Um. So. Also back
0: to Ubisoft, the games they're dogs. releasing for. Wait, no, no. Oh hang on. All right. Um. All
1: right.
0: I know, I know. We're both eager. Um. The game there's Rayman Legends, which is going to be like Rayman Origins, the sequel. Uh. Which I like Rayman Origins. It was pretty interesting.
1: I did too. It was a fun game.
0: Um, Nightmareishly difficult. Yep, agreed, and you can play with the gamepad in a new way, so you can control environment objects while your other friends play, um, successfully separating you in the exact same living room with a different game, Um, and what was the other thing, Zombie U, Zombie Zombie U was revealed, Uh, basically all that we know about it is that it's a zombie game, it used to be Killer Freaks from Outer Space, and it takes place in England. And you can shake zombies off with uh, your with your game pad, uh, which you could do with a Wii Mote. Um, you can select items and reload and look at the map and use sonar and stuff on the, on the Wii U pad. That's all we know. it's a zombie
1: game. I don't know. That's about it. E3 uh, there is supposed to be a playable demo uh, at the booth. Not, not useful for us, but I think that if if you were there you'd be able to see a little bit more of it because um, there's supposed to be a, uh, a, like, probably a small playable demo of like a survival point of how long you can last right
0: and i mean just any sort of context would be nice for that game and oh yeah there was a um there was there was this little game i don't think a lot of people actually paid attention to this trailer because it was toward the end but um there's this game called watchdogs and it looked really neat oh,
1: yeah that game how yeah How long was that trailer like two minutes
0: i know i i mean it couldn't have been long i mean i almost no. forgot about it oh my god are god, you so excited <laughs> this for the game
1: amazing. oh man this looks amazing this is the game Dude. I've always wanted.
0: Okay, so for anybody that didn't see this, is basically you're a guy that can hack into the world, hack the planet. It's the 90s again. Hack and. The So, basically, you show up, you're a guy trying to get into this art event, you walk by this signage, you make it stop, b sod, and you get (laughs) in. Then, you start looking around at people, and arrows come up on their heads, and you can read all this information about them. There's this smarmy uh, Asian dude, he's really funny, interactions with him were really neat. Uh, You can hack people's cell phones, you can listen into their conversations, you can pull up their personal data, you can pull up their violence probability, you can uh, fight in the game. So there's a whole bunch of gunplay. There's bullet time, which that's really the only thing that I'm confused about. Why do you have bullet time? I mean, you're supposed to be some sort of you know tech genius. Why do you have bullet time? That's dumb. But yep. uh, it, it was really cool. So basically, uh, you're you're waiting for your target to show up. He gets into the middle of traffic. You turn off the traffic lights. Giant accident. Gunfight breaks out. You pull him out of the car, shoot him in the face. And then all of a sudden, the cops are on you. And so... You see that the, that an intrusion is detected. You look, there's a, a security camera up on top of a building that's looking at you. And now you're looking at yourself in third person running away. And you can see a helicopter's camera on you. So then all of a sudden you keep running and you switch perspectives to another player. And the other player is like, I'm going to hang out on this building and get this call from this random guy. who's like, hey, you know what we need to do? You need to protect this guy named Alex because he's running away from the cops. And it seems like he's in a really tight spot. So you're like, okay, well, I guess I'll do that. And then the trailer ends, which made me really mad. Because um, yeah. I just wanted to see it a lot, so there you go. Um, more of
1: that. That looked really nice. Uh, also, uh, when they zoomed out for that final like cut, they zoomed out and you could see like other names kind of popped up that are in bold throughout the city because it kind of like black and white it out to where like it you could see through buildings and stuff, and you could see like other names. And so it makes you wonder that if you could, it, like if, if either a the story is from different perspectives, but if it's in like multiplayer or some kind of like co-op, you jump in and out from other store from their perspectives where people can, like, drop in and drop out in that kind of way. That'd be really nice. But either way, this game looks amazing. Like, being able to hack people and do all of the cool, like, tech things that, you know, you normally only get to do in, like, one cutscene for one specific time. This This is actually a kind of gameplay element they're incorporating into, you know, walking around and completing missions. This looks amazing. I cannot wait.
0: And I'm really excited about its release because it seems to... It's taking action games in a direction that I'm really excited about.
1: And it definitely made up for the fact that Florida had to come on stage with a with a ridiculous mic.
0: But I mean, that mic was super fabulous. So, I mean, just saying.
1: All right, let's let's move on to Sony and Yay. their solid solid showing, I'd say. Yeah,
0: um, they started off the show with a giant montage. It was huge, and they kept on talking about it. Oh, remember that ad that we put out last year called Michael? Yeah, it was really good. Yep, and we're like, that's cool. And then they were like, all right, so we had this thing called PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale. It's basically Super Smash Brothers with PlayStation characters. And I was like, okay. But well, they didn't actually say that because, I mean, of course they wouldn't say that. Basically, it is Super Smash Brothers, except that you have supers, right? Uh, like in any other fighting game. It, it looks yeah. kind of neat. Um, so far, the characters announced for it are Kratos, Sweet Tooth, Fat Princess, Parappa the Rappa, uh, Sly Cooper, Mal Radek from, uh, Raddick from uh, Killzone, uh Nathan Drake and a Big Daddy. So nope. that's Nito.
1: Um I feel like I think I, I think it's gonna be just as fun. Uh, a little bit different, but just as fun. Um it, it won't be better or worse. It'll just be the same, just with a different skin. Um and for people who don't have Wii's like me, I'll be happy if I get to play with people like Big Daddy and Crapper the Rapper.
0: Well, the only other big thing, uh that I'm worried about, or that I'm—I guess I'm not really worried about—but I guess I can see why they would release a game like this. Is because it's going to be four-player multiplayer um, on on the screen, and I honestly can't name a person that I know who owns a PlayStation Three and four controllers. I can't.
1: That's true. I, I, I mean, as far
0: as far as the Wii goes, I mean, I myself own. Yeah. I think two working Wiimotes and three GameCube controllers. So I'm covered anytime anybody comes over for Smash Brothers, I've got this. But I mean who has who has more I have I actually have two, maybe three working PlayStation 3 controllers. Um but I mean so the third one's arguable, but that's only because <laughs> I think I thought one of them broke. So maybe two PS three controllers.
1: Maybe. Well, okay, then maybe this will be one of those games that kind of encourages more multiplayer, m- more more people sitting down and playing um, and it, since this isn't the Nintendo multiplayer system or Nintendo online system, playing online would be kind of nice and not nearly as, you know, eye-piercing pain as it is trying to input friend codes and stuff.
0: Mm. Yes. Friend codes, I'm mad.
1: Sorry, I took a bite of things. So, that's okay. Okay. Um, uh, Sony then announced... uh, Beyond Two Souls, man! How can you forget Ellen Page? I was about to say Ellen Page. I was about to say Beyond, but man, that that looks like a fun trailer. Yeah, basically, uh, there's this
0: girl. She has this interaction with this spirit or otherworldly entity. And... um, And the capture yeah. software is amazing. The char- Ellen Page's character looks exactly like Ellen Page. It, is, it is, is really good.
1: Yeah, it looks amazing.
0: And so the the gameplay trailer that we got to see was just a sheriff being like, hey, are uh, you okay? And her being all quiet and him being like, hey, you're kind of screwed up. And then Coffee Cup hits the wall, and he's like, oh, I'm kind of freaked out. I'm going to go and uh, not be in here for a while. And then she starts talking to herself slash her ghost friend. And then the SWAT team comes in, and they're like, Ooh, we going to go get her! And then... And
1: no, you're not. You're going to get... And then,
0: around. no, you're not. All of a sudden, there's helicopters flying around, there's fire everywhere, and the main chief is laying on the ground, and she has hair suddenly. And she's like, don't mess with me, otherwise I'll kill everybody. And she suddenly decides to wear flannel. And all of these, I think, are good choices.
1: Yes, agreed. Much agreed. Um, let's see, then they announced... uh. Let's see, they went, I think they went back over PS Vita stuff, like PS Vita ports, more or less. Yep. So um, great. and, well, oh,
0: actually, another big thing, this may actually be a thing that sort of answers the controller question, is that in PlayStation All-Stars Battle Royale, you can actually connect your PlayStation Vita to the PlayStation 3 oh, to and yeah. use that as a controller.
1: Yeah. That's cool. That is cool.
0: Um, and, I, I mean, I, so you basically got a handheld console, you can go around gaming with it, um... You know, it's it's its own standalone portable console. You have tons of games with it, and all of a sudden, if you bring it with you to hook it up to a PS3, you've got a uh, you know you've got another uh, controller. So that's great.
1: I think it's interesting that the more we're seeing more Vita console Vita titles that are ports, like not that are that are proper ports of of actual games. Like it's not some random offshoot. It's like okay, we're gonna put Mortal Kombat, this very same game that was on the PS3 is going to be on the Vita, the exact same game a little bit smaller, probably probably lesser less quality graphics, but just the same game. Yeah. the fact that the Vita can do that is going to be really is something really interesting to look out for in the next coming year as more Vita titles come out and more PS3 games come out.
0: It's supposed to. Yes. Um we'll, we'll see how that works out. Little Big Planet 2 is also getting that exact same update. They're also right. getting some new content. Uh, so that's neat. Yeah. PlayStation Plus says that you're going to get three new games that'll be rotated out. The first three games are going to be Infamous 2, Saints Row 2, and Little Big Planet 2, so a whole bunch of sequels. Uh, PlayStation yeah. 1 classics are coming. I forgot what the first one was, but the second one was Final Fantasy 7, and that made me happy. They're coming to the Vita. Oh, and Call of Duty Black Ops Declassified is coming to Vita, which doesn't really mean anything to me because, like, Assassin's Creed Bloodlines came to Vita, and it was eh. So, eh. They announced like, Assassin's
1: Creed 3 Rebel... Re- Liberation. Liberation. For the Vita as well.
0: Yeah, uh, actually, yeah, that's that. That was the thing that was announced: Assassins Three, uh, Assassin's Creed Three Liberation, which is the first title to feature a female assassin, which is kind of interesting. Takes place at roughly the same time period as Connor's story, except that it's down in New Orleans. I found out, so that's neat.
1: Yep, um, I think I think it was the PS3 when they uh, looked at um, the the ship ship combat, or was that the was that the Nintendo conference? I, th- I think it was. Uh, I I think it was the Sony conference when they started- it was the Sony, yeah, yeah. So so they kind of, and, and Ubisoft announced Assassin's Creed Three, and so they did a demo of him uh, after the an awesome video of him shoot of killing a bunch of redcoats. He's running around in the snow, killing people, going to a fort. Now, in the Sony conference, they did something completely different by putting him in a boat and showing really good solid boat combat. And I was like, wow, this is awesome. You can board, you can. You can shoot things, and you can go into open water, and it's it looks like a, a fun aspect of the game that I didn't even expect.
0: Yeah, it and like it, it takes you away from the ability to go through a, a whole bunch of just assassin missions where you're just walking around, and you're like, oh... You know what's great? The fact that I just took this mission to go stab this guy. Let me go take this other mission to go stab this guy, and then maybe later after dinner I can go stab another few dudes. Maybe this time we can say, hey, I'm going to go stab this guy, and then I'm going to go ride a horse. And then I'm going to get on a boat and go shoot some dudes, and then I'm going to get off, and I'm going to kill Wolf and take his meat um, because uh, I'm a Native American. That's what we do, apparently. Yep. Yep.
1: Um, I think overall, though, considering the fact that we've all talked about games that have more or less already been announced, aside from, like, Watch Dogs and beyond, and The Last of Us. The Last of Us was announced. That was a fun trailer to watch that made me cringe a little bit when I saw somebody sh- smash a head across a desk or a Oh thing. yeah, That was That, was, that cool. was good.
0: Um, Actually, Last of Us was announced last year. It was a very brief trailer. Yeah. Uh, the graphics look great, and they still look great. Um, it's a version of the apocalypse in which nature is still there, so it's not like Fallout 3. At least because uh, I mean that's just depressing this is a lot this looks a lot more at ease it, it puts me at ease to go through this game uh, it makes yeah. me feel better
1: yeah um and I, I like the 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 atmosphere and aesthetic that they put around it that um it's it's like two people you know one dude and a little girl who's obviously not his daughter it's somebody like somebody he found along the way and is trying to protect because she's a, you know, a little kid and that they're they're just trying to get through things and they're fighting people that are just being a complete douchebags.
0: Yeah. And I mean, they're going through and basically killing people, sneaking up on, them. Um, uh, they're, they're just trying to survive. This entire game is uh, apparently about surviving the mechanics. in it look great being able to take away people's guns, melee combat, shooting people in the face. Uh, the graphics look incredible. Uh, yeah, so man. I'm pretty excited about that. Another thing is, uh, don't get me wrong. I don't think this really applies to us, but I think it does uh, merit some mentioning, is the Wonder Book, which is the um, the augmented reality book for PlayStation 3 where you have the move camera and, you know, you look at this book and it all of a sudden becomes an interactive storybook that you can interact with on the TV screen. Uh, yeah. And the first title that was announced for it was The Book of Spells by J.K. Rowling. So, awesome you know, we're getting, we're getting some Harry Potter all up in this, and... The only, I, I actually thought that it was it was pretty neat. Uh, I'm not a kid or anything, and I'm probably not going to buy it, but, you know, I could see, I could definitely, definitely see where you would want to play this game. The only thing that actually turned me off from it was the live demo where we sat there for two minutes in awkward silence while this one girl tried to draw the fire spell, and she just couldn't do it. And I was like, what are you doing with your arms, woman? Yeah.
1: Um, I think that's a great example um of the move and the Wii motion controller of both being uh why people can't sit sit down and just flick their wrists. Like the, the 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 way the controller was built, you have to move like your entire arm to fit the motion. You can't just flick your wrist because it doesn't read it that well. Mm-hmm. But at the same time it looks it looks interesting. I I'm I think you know, it'll be it'll be fun to see how they expand that because uh, I can see like a bunch of different other smaller games, like something like Double Fine would do, where they they you know it'd be a fun adventure you'd play with your book and then have like a Wii Motion to like interact with the characters or you know smash them with a hammer or something on on the you know paper card. You know what they need to do next, Winnie the Pooh, that needs to be there.
0: Ooh, that's such a good idea.
1: Yes. That needs to be an interactive kind of ARG book for the for the wonder book. That would be nice. <laughs> Ooh, that's such a good idea. Yes, I know. It's a great
0: idea. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Alright. Uh so that's do you want to go ahead and move on to the one press conference we had to cover today, which is Nintendo?
1: Yeah, because I'd also like to talk about afterwards other things about E3 that were either they or not there or things we want to see.
0: All right, so it looks like rumors were supposed to be pointing to a 3DS with a larger screen. That didn't
1: happen? Uh, not yet, because the, the specifically the Nintendo conference tomorrow is specifically about the 3DS. It, the, what happened was oh, good point. Uh, Reggie came out and was like, all right, here's our 3DS dude. We're going to give him a couple minutes. And the best part was that uh, Scott something something came out and was like, oh, we only get a couple minutes because they're hogging up all the time. So we're going to have our an entire hour-long conference dedicated to the 3DS. So if there's any going to be three significant 3DS news, I'm sure there's going to be a playable Kingdom Hearts 3D demo uh, uh, tomorrow. Um, it'll all be there.
0: Yeah, so they started off the conference with a bang. It was uh, a really cool really? intro video with a whole bunch of Pikmin. Uh, and I mean, everybody knew it was coming. They were just titillating us, and then Pikmin were in the audience. It was silly, and all of a sudden, Pikmin three was announced, and everybody collectively cried tears of uh, rainbows. So that
1: was that was nice. And then uh, I think they went on to announce after that uh, what Wii U, the new Super Mario Brothers Wii U, which looks kind of cool. I, I I appreciate how they've kept reusing the same kind of, uh, formula for 2D platforming with Mario, adding more players. Yeah. Um, Luigi's Mansion on the 3DS, I'm going to be happy about that one. Yes! I missed you, Luigi! That would be cool. Um, Paper Mario as well, and another Super Mario game for the 3DS, but this one apparently is centered around coins. Like uh, they had a they had a video of the new su- of a new Super Mario Brothers 3DS game, which is basically Super Mario Brothers just platforming, but instead you're just collecting a crap ton of coins. Like like there's there's a golden shell that, as it's running along, it drops coins. There is a a box that you pick up and hold that drops coins. Like when you hit a when you hit a box, it drops a coin. Like everything drops coins. You could you fired a ball a fireball from a fire flower. Um and it created coins like that many coins, um. So it's gimmicky and interesting and weird.
0: Yeah, apparently you're. Um, I think the plot line is that Mario has been hired by the government to get us out of debt, and so you're just <laughs> running around. Um, sorry, that was just a really stupid joke. Uh, so another thing that they announced is that for Wii U. There is going to be Netflix, Hulu, uh, YouTube, and Amazon Video. So that's neat. That was neat. Um, They also spent a small amount of time hawking their um, social media, which was really interesting because no other company did that. None of the others were like, follow us on Facebook and all these different accounts. Also like our fan pages and check up on our Twitter. And I'm like, well, that's, I mean, it's great that you have all those, but, I mean, do oh, I do I care right now?
1: That reminds me, back to the Microsoft press conference for two seconds, there's a, there's a South Park game that's coming out. Ah! I forgot about that, and it's going to be so great! All right, back to Nintendo.
0: Okay, I mean, basically, I don't know, man, there wasn't many details, but every trailer that I've seen, and the gameplay that I saw, and all the cool graphics, and the jokes, and everything, it looks exactly like South Park. Yeah, just in game dudes, form
1: the dudes came on stage and literally mocked microsoft so it's gonna be hilarious uh, moving on
0: uh they talked a little bit about miiverse as well uh wow, just miiverse basically is. being like the os kind of you start up and it's it's a big screen a whole bunch of the Mis that you've met and you know or are friends with people that you played with sort of circle around these game tiles and tell you things like oh i'm really mad about these dark nuts oh you know what i'm really uh i'm really happy about is um zelda she's so pretty and you get to yeah. draw stuff and I can just really see this going in, in a completely um, inappropriate direction. So oh,
1: especially <laughs> if, if it's if it's like your friends playing or other people in the country that's Oh yeah. <laughs> oh man. Uh, That's going to be awesome. So you
0: you can send text, pictures, emoticons, things you've drawn, all that um, through the Wii U. Uh, Like they showed off in the demo, you can also do voice chat, uh, video chat with somebody. You can look up on message boards about the game, specific dedicated Wii U message boards about the game saying, Hey! Uh, I'm really mad that I can't get past this dungeon. I can't figure out what this puzzle is. I have all these things. What do I would do now? And then you look down, and somebody's like, "Oh, you silly Billy! You just have to dive under the water and get into the secret cave." And you're like, "Oh, well, I really wish that uh, the game would have had better conveyance because then I wouldn't be posting on this board."
1: I think I think when they come up with a, like a dedicated puzzle game, that form will definitely be useful until I like. I can't but look at the how easy games are that there won't be that many there there won't be that kind of puzzle that people actually have to actually collectively answer like figure it out uh, until they come out with something like you know um uh, a puzzle game of some kind I can't think of any right now uh, Portal too. you know a, a Portal kind of game if they port that well that'd be awesome but um oh man oh I just thought of something portal to put it to the wii u you can use a touchscreen to either a make new levels or b you can use it to like fire your portal or you can that would be neat or you can like direct um like different aspects of like you know the goo or whatever yeah that would be neat yep and then they know nintendo Land, which um looks fun to play Kind of? Yeah, uh, so basically
0: Nintendo Land is a virtual theme park in which you have a whole bunch of mini-games. It's kind of like Wii Sports uh, but for the Wii U. So there's a whole bunch of mini-games themed around different other IPs. So there was one that was like Donkey Kong, but there was no Donkey Kong in it. You just were kind of a trolley moving around. Um, There's
1: a Zelda one that they haven't said anything about. Yeah, they haven't said
0: anything about the Zelda one or the Metroid one and they were like, if you were being observant and you saw in the trailer, you could figure out the other games. What? What accent is that? Whatever. Um, they basically said that in really bad Japanese or English, really bad English, English. They were like, hey, if you take a look really closely, you can see what the other titles are going to be. And I was like, I'm not that clever. And I definitely saw that coming like a mile away. Great.
1: Yeah. Um, Animal Crossing. I think it's kind of funny that they have an Animal Crossing minigame and they haven't announced Animal Crossing video, like an actual sequel or another Animal Crossing game for the Wii U yet. That. That's yeah, funny. that was strange. Yep. Uh, well, I mean, they did the same thing with Donkey Kong though so I guess it's not that strange yeah,
0: um, another way another uh, thing that they announced is Batman Arkham City Armored edition, which is basically a port uh, I mean we Gosh. all knew that though.
1: I, it's I, just... I like the fact that they're trying to do something that they're trying to they're trying to show that okay we can do games that aren't Mario 2 so if if that means that your touchscreen is going to be um if you if you're going to use a gamepad that means that you're you know, messing with scanning and gadgety stuff, the or you're just playing with the, the Wii U Pro controller and just playing it like a 360 controller, that's fine. I'm okay with that. Yeah, by the way, the Pro controller was announced, and it looks
0: pretty much like a, an Xbox controller, almost exactly, except that the um, four buttons and
1: the joystick on the right have been switched around. So, yeah. see how that plays, I guess. I'm pretty okay with that. It means that we get to play games that aren't, that don't have to necessarily deal with a Wiimote, so... That's true. I'm not too disappointed. I'm not I'm honestly not disappointed by that.
0: And uh Scribble knots Unlimited is coming out as Unlimited. well. So that um, looks neato.
1: From the trailer uh, from the game video it looked like you could, you know, use the the gamepad to uh, oh for reference gamepad is referring to the giant screen and the and the new controller that comes with you. You can use it to make uh, new things, you know, you can access the menu on the gamepad then put it up on the screen. You can you know, share with you, share your new creations with your friends, and you can like, like you can also. What it looked like, you could draw different things like four tires in a box to make, and you can put them together as like a, a you know a little assembly thing in the screen, and then put it up on the uh, on the actual TV to play, play. with. So that looks nice.
0: Yeah, that's neat. Um, so another thing, not mm, excuse me, not to be outdone by EA or I guess Ubisoft and Microsoft. Nintendo decided that they needed their own Rider type event, but they couldn't hire anybody, so they decided to instead come out with Sing for Wii U. Yep, which looks uh, about as entertaining. Yeah, and apparently you need a dedicated microphone, which is weird, because there's already one on the Wii U gamepad.
1: <laughs>
0: and uh, so maybe that hints at <clears throat> not being able to have the Wii U gamepad at launch. Maybe you buy the Wii U and it doesn't come with a gamepad. Maybe maybe you just buy the console. I don't know. Not either.
1: I w- I would expect that uh, the Wii if the Wii U is supposed to use nunchuck controllers, then it should ship with a a a Wii a Wiimote and a Wii gamepad. Because if you had to spend an extra sixty dollars on a gamepad. Uh, Extra, that would be a really big deal breaker for when you're investing in the console. Oh, and uh, good tip, just in case you're uh,
0: you're keeping track of of Sing, uh, Sing for Wii U was announced, and toward the end, everybody was like clapping along and everything. From what we understand. Somebody who had, who was in the room at the time said that literally nobody there was clapping. They were piping the clapping into the speakers, so nobody oh, wow. cared.
1: Yeah, it's it's the same reaction with Flo Rida and Usher. Nobody cared at all. I mean, and Usher, I
0: mean, bless Usher's uh, Usher's heart. He he tried so hard. He was like, "Everybody, yeah. get up! Come on, get out your seats!" And he said that like three times. And I can guarantee <laughs> you, like. Five people got out of the seats. Five.
1: I just, I just, I would love to see it like a a camera of the of the of the like the door after the people left, of them just like so. How? What did you think of Usher? And then just have like have their first first uh first reactions of that. That would be just hilarious.
0: Um. So I mean, that was that was basically it. Uh. And then afterward, they had sort of a press conference thing. Um. They talked about we. Excuse me, we Fit for Wii U? Yeah. Wii U Fit, I guess? Wii and it looked you. okay.
1: Wait, We Fit You. That'd be hilarious. Uh, either.
0: Either. I don't even... I don't even keep track of the title. Me neither.
1: Just they're, 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 they're that bad by this point, so... <sighs> Sorry, I've got the hiccups. That's alright. Um, I think oh, actually, I want to move on to a question. Um, Out of... Uh, have you Have you looked at other stuff besides what uh, has been announced via the, the um, press conferences. <clears throat> yes. So what what do you want to what would you have see like to see? Because personally, I would love to have seen a gameplay video by Gearsoft, right? Uh, Gearbox. Because I would love to see a uh, Borderlands Two demo.
0: I agree. That would have been nice having Borderlands Two. And um...
1: I mean, there's a lot of games that, that that were announced and that had demos. Like there's Injustice Gods Among Us, which looks fantastic. Um, uh, by the way, Injustice Gods Among Us is a DC Comics fighting game, and it's actually an M-rated comics fighting game where, like, there is video, uh, there is a, a play, a gameplay demo video of, like, um, Solomon Grundy fighting Superman, and Superman pun- literally, like, got punched him into the space and then slammed him to the ground and, you know, interactable environments where you can, like, pick up a car and throw it on people and... Uh, there was like the Bat Cave in the background. You know, There's Flash fighting Wonder Woman, and it looked Mortal Kombat-ish, which is which is you know supposed to happen because the dudes behind Mortal Kombat is doing this game. But it looks it looks like what you would want to see. You know, what do you want to see Flash fight Superman.
0: Um. Additionally, looks like somebody has gotten a hold of all of the official Wii U games that are supposed to be released on the Wii U, and I can list all of them off to you if you would enjoy um listening to me or list a whole bunch of titles <laughs> but i think i won't do that basically there's a large list um there's things like ben 10 uh, uh sonic all-stars racing marvel avengers battle for earth that didn't look really all that good just dance there's a whole bunch of casual games and very little um actual uh and very little oh jeez, uh, uh hardcore games so you know, that's a thing. It's uh, I don't know. It's pretty neat. Um, I think that, I think that they're also releasing Mass Effect Three for the Wii U, which I guess is going to have the updated ending. Tekken Tag Tournament Two, Lego City Under uh, Underground, um, Game and Wario. I'm just going down this list and picking out the interesting ones. Uh, Rabbids Land, Scribblenauts, Batman Arkham City and trying to uh that those pretty much look all nice and it seems like my co-host has been has been muted my bad
1: um so when you press the red x button at the top right of the corner accidentally that appears to have exit you out of the program
0: oh well that's weird i, I mean no you're you are on a mac right because there shouldn't be anything <laughs> in that top right corner
1: no, I'm using I'm using a Toshiba computer, so I'm using Windows Seven. Um, it, it still is odd to see. It happens though. <laughs> um, no, yeah, I, I think that the titles, uh, I think that announcing that Mass Effect Three is coming when when I, I I remember in the press conferences when you heard when they saw the the video was happening and they and they saw Mass Effect Three, there is a roar of applause. That yes, I think Mass Effect Three is a great you know staple. Like this means we're actually getting. Hardcore titles, things that people want to play that are over the age of eighteen. Oh, also, Fable was announced. I, mean, oh, I
0: guess it wasn't really announced. There was a little bit of Fable, Fable: The Journey uh, for Connect. Connect. I mean, it looks like it looks like an on rails thing, honestly. Yeah. But you know,
1: whatever. Um, I think a good thing to point out is that uh, we didn't see anything about Bioshock Infinite. Uh, this year, which can I be disappointed? Because I was, I'm really looking forward to Bioshock Infinite. But um, even, like if Bioshock Infinite has been delayed to I think early early 2013. But compared, it has, to, yeah, it has been delayed. Um, and compared to how much stuff they've announced, like the enemy types and different things in the gameplay video they had last year and the trailers, I'm really surprised that they didn't have time or or whatever whatever reason. Project Infinite just wasn't there. Like, they didn't have... I haven't even seen any video gameplay demo videos either, which is kind of surprising to me, because, I mean, if that game's slated to come out, I would love to have seen some... You know, I, I unless they want to keep all the story as hush-hush as possible, I would love to have seen another gameplay demo. to see you know, Yeah,
0: things. the only reason that, that surprises me is because there's so few game conferences left before its, it's release. So I think there's GDC before that. I think that's coming up later on this year. And there's Tokyo Game Show. Uh, So it's not going to be a Tokyo game show because there's a Western developer. I don't know why they would reveal it to Japan. I don't think Japan is really going to care about Bioshock. But um, I'm pretty sure that's why why I think we didn't hear anything from Square Enix, if you were paying attention. Square Enix literally announced no titles. Um, I mean, they have news. They have things to show. They have demos and everything. They just were not at E3. Um, I I think maybe they had a booth with demos in it if if my... Memory serves me correct, but they didn't actually announce anything. so I think they're saving up all of their news for Tokyo Game show uh, that really wouldn't surprise me at all so there you go
1: and that seems to have that seems to be like the overall theme is that we're gonna put out games that pretty, pretty much pretty much 90 percent of the games that put out, that were out today everybody pretty much already knew about and so they're saving their, either they're saving everything for next year when they're gonna launch the new title, the two new consoles from uh, I mean supposedly. You know, two new consoles, two new hardware consoles from Sony and Microsoft, um, and more new games. But comparatively, this has been an unexciting E3 when, you know, you can compare it to, like, last year, the year before, when you had things like Mass Effect 3, you announcing Gears of War 3, and, like, these games are really going to be exciting. And, and Elder Scrolls Five. you know, Skyrim came out. It's like, those things are going to be really awesome. You got trailers and stuff last year. This year, not so much.
0: And that's actually really surprising to me because a game that is already, there's a game that's already out in Japan that's gotten rave reviews. Um, it's by two incredibly well-known studios. It's very popular over there. And it's, it's really anticipated here in America, at least in some circles, uh, wasn't even announced uh, or shown off. And that game would be uh, Nino Cooney, uh, wrath of the white witch, which as we all know, I uh, let me remind you, um, was made by Studio Ghibli, the people behind the Miyazaki films, so it's got yeah. that art style and it's got that level of animation detail. And it was developed in um, in conjunction with Level Five, the people who make uh, Professor Layton. So Level Five
1: that game is everywhere.
0: And uh, and and yeah, they yeah. I mean, it's a fantastic game. It looks great. The graphics are fantastic. It looks like watching a movie. Uh, it's it's an RPG. It's awesome.
1: I'm betting Tokyo Game Show. They're going to hold it for there. Um, you would think, but it's already out in Japan. There's no point. Like, it's
0: already out true. in Japan. We're just waiting for a Western release, and we have been for a while. In fact, it turns out that it's going to be released January 22nd, which is around the same time as Bioshock Infinite. So both of those titles were missing, and I have no idea why. I, you
1: know, I... As I, as I think about it, I think it may have to do with timing issues. Like, they, there's enough time to deal with uh, all of the set needs to where, uh, you know, Nintendo only had, like, an hour, I think. Or an hour and a half, maybe. Or, no, they had, like, an hour to do you know, their press conference. I think Microsoft and Sony both had hour and a halves. Um, and, I mean, why why couldn't,
0: you know, why couldn't there be another developer? Or why couldn't they at least flash it? I mean, they flashed up well, tons of titles that nobody really cares about um they also flashed up I, I think maybe five ten seconds of kingdom hearts uh 3d dream drop distance which is supposed to be one of the biggest games yeah. in the 3ds so oh yeah i'm I'm, know, I'm
1: thinking that uh three the 3ds conference tomorrow will really show off something interesting because the dream drop distance is a really fun game to play i played it a little bit over here in japan and what yeah what yeah it's already out here. Well, well, why haven't you
0: talked about it? Wait, 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 actually, okay. Why don't you talk about it a little bit, and I'm going to do some research real quick. Okay, do that.
1: Okay, so Dream Drive Distance, um, to, to cover a little bit of the story, it's actually supposed to set after 3. It te- Even though it looks like it's not, it technically is set after 3. Um, also, um, since they're incorporating a lot of the things that were in Birth by Sleep, which is like command styles and interactable environments and a lot of different things. Um, it's really fun. It, it, is, it is It is. the same kind of, like, you know, uh, fun gameplay you got from Birth by Sleep you got from Kingdom Hearts 2, and they're putting it on the 3DS. And it's... Um, they're not... And one of the things that they're incorporating... The, the new enemy are called Dream Eaters because they eat the dreams, and uh, they're these little fun little, like, Purple and odd-colored shapen uh, monsters that eat nightmares, which are your friends, but you get to like train and capture. And um, it's a big uh, alternate reality game kind of thing. Um, Kingdom Hearts, uh, yeah, <laughs> Laura Cross said it's better. Kingdom Hearts has become so convoluted. This is kind of true because, um, but at the same time, they've made uh, a storyline that crosses in like four or five different games. They actually have to follow and play along to catch up with. But um, they've incorporated... They're all brand new worlds. There's, like, the Tron Legacy. They're, like, Tron Legacy. Um, You get to interact with the world as a few characters and stuff. Um, It's going to be really fun. And I'll stop talking now. So, Colby, (laughs) say something. Yes.
0: (laughs) Um, I was actually researching to see if we could um get you to go to Tokyo game show, but I think you'll be back from Japan before then.
1: Yeah, yeah well um I came in just to see that but no
0: Yeah, uh, I'm kind of mad about that you'll be back before September 22nd and 23rd.
1: Sorry I I, ha- I has to get back um but the thing is uh it's coming out uh in the states July uh 31st. Ooh. This year, so it'll give you. I think that will give you a good reason to get a, a, a 3DS. Yep, I. I mean, I already have one. i have just
0: got to go buy a circle pad for it. I mean, whatever. I'm excited. <laughs>
1: um, let's see. I'm kind of sad that the Vita hasn't gotten any really uh, of its own uh, first party or new new IPs for the Vita. I would like to see something different. Or new because so far uh, the Vita's got a lot of ports aside from like Gravity Days and Luminous
0: I mean I don't know it, it feels like um, it, it feels like this the, this entire E3 was a whole bunch of sequels not a whole bunch of, of new IPs and uh, I mean, you know that's that's what the last years felt like uh, except yep. for Nintendo Nintendo was basically like hey we're coming out with a new console oh also here's all these great games in Skyward Sword um, yeah and I guess next year maybe is going to be the year that we have
1: next year. Um, I know that I'm looking forward to this year, uh, Assassin three, three, but I think the one's going to, that's going to make me really excited to play a video game is beside, beside Halo four will be borderlands Two, because borderlands kind of caught me by surprise. Cause I didn't play it until I got the game of the year edition and I loved it. So I'm going to really enjoy playing that game. Yep. And
0: I mean, I, I don't, I don't know. Basically, what I think is that the rest of this year for gaming is going to be good. There's a whole bunch of new titles that are coming out, and there's a lot to be excited about, but there's nothing really revolutionary or eye-catching about this one, because last year, it was everybody was talking, oh, Wii U is coming out. It's going to have a giant tablet as a controller. This year, yeah. I mean, there's Watch Dogs, which is great, uh, and there's Assassin's Creed 3, so I
1: don't know. Yeah. Well, also last year... They had two really big games that everybody talks about were Mass Effect three and uh, Skyrim. Like those games were something that th- those were you know the multi billion dollar games that people went went to E three to see more about. You know Bioshock Infinite is one of those games that people want to, to go to E three to see, and those things weren't there. I mean, obviously Halo four is another big game, which is really exciting. So is Black Ops two, but those top tier like quadruple A games are games were kind of absent, aside from a couple that we'd already known about. You know, and none of them had the same, you know, other than that, there was a bunch of new stuff, which was fine, but, you know, that was about it. Anyway.
0: Yeah, so, I mean, is there anything else you uh, you think bring? You think
1: uh,
0: is is nice to, to bring up, you think?
1: Uh, no Kingdom Hearts 3, which made me very sad. Not even, not even a single like, uh, simple uh, art with a name. I was kind of saddened by that, to be honest. I was expecting it. Yeah,
0: I, I don't really know what else to to say other than the C three was was you know it's good, but it wasn't great. So whatever.
1: Overall, okay and meh.
0: Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, Florida. And Usher really made it. Also, I think Just Dance 4... No, it wasn't Just Dance 4. It was Dance Central 3 that had um, Wild Wild West in it, wasn't it? Because well, I was hilarious. pretty excited about that. That
1: looks hilarious. I yeah. Know, that'd be fun.
0: Wild Wild but... West, Jim West, Desperado. That's all I want to dance to.
1: Uh, so I think that's a bit, for us.
0: Yep. So I guess we're going to have an actual monthly podcast here in um, a couple few, weeks. yeah, a couple of weeks or so. So I guess. I guess we will see you guys back then. And uh, for now, this has been uh, Colby and Casey wishing you a good evening of good gaming.
1: Have fun.